The following is not to be taken seriously. Patrick and Ryan are not experts. They are semi-professional amateur hobbyists, and their views and opinions reflect as such. Welcome to another episode of Shiny Things. I'm Patrick, one of the hosts. I'm the other host. I'm Ryan. And uh, it's your episode today. What's your shiny thing today? Well, before we get into the shiny thing, we should probably talk about what is a shiny thing is for any new listeners that we might potentially have. So uh, I believe you had it last week, so uh, that gives it to me this week again. Absolutely. Uh, So a shiny thing is something that you are interested in or passionate about or just want to talk about or like you got that ooh, shiny like thing. And uh, like you're just waiting for someone to ask you a question about it so you could just talk about it at length. Something uh, they could just gush over and before you realize that you talked about it for like two hours and your your friend just wants to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you're not boring them too much. Uh, but there's a chance. Uh, allow me to bore you now. My, uh, my shiny thing for this week is actually going to be the Boom Studios Power Rangers comic book. Ooh. Um, which uh, I really, really love. I own... All of it up to, I forget when they did this, but they split it from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers into Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. Okay. Uh, Two separate comic book lines following two different groups. And I believe they've recently kind of molded them back together, aside from various other like one shots or, you know, short miniseries and Mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, So, yeah. So the whole series kicked off in 2016. So it's been around for a little bit now. Um and uh, it started with uh, Kyle Higgins was the writer, and okay. I believe Dan Mora was the artist. Pretty sure he was the interior artist. I definitely know he was the the, the cover artist. And it starts with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like right after the Green Ranger like joins the team after they defeat Rita and you know get rid of the candle and make him stop being evil, and he joins the team. And in the show, uh, as fun and campy as it is. Um, everyone's like, yay, we're friends now, high five. You know, teenagers with attitude, barely, right? They're, they barely have any attitude. And uh, and they go off in their merry way and, you know, become a team. And in the comic book, it's more realistic in that, no, like, you just tried to kill us. <laughs> uh, I know Zordon told us that you, you have to be part of the team, but, like, we don't trust you and you're not. And so it's it's a more realistic t- telling of that and uh, how he integrates himself with the team and you know, earns their trust and stuff. And they also go way off in the left field as soon as it happens. Like everything that happens in the show up to that point happened in the comic book. And then we're going to go do our own thing. Like it's not even <laughs> – we're not even going to touch on what happens in the show after this. In fact, like we'll do shout outs here and there or like some homages to it and stuff but no it's our own story and it's really good that's the thing that blows me away is that it's not just you know fun and campy like power rangers like it's a really good story and it's, it doesn't there's a reason why it should be this good but it is yeah i remember you uh you lent you lent like the first uh the first two to me i think and i i flew through them because uh I mean, I, I trusted your, your opinion, but, like, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Yeah. No, there's a reason. Why, like, this, they stuck around, and, like, they've gotten much, much bigger, and they kind of, like, exploded how much they're covering. Um, or, like, they explain certain things. Like, one, why five teenagers with attitude, right? Like, they're teenagers, and they presumably, on paper, have attitude. 
And why would you want to deal with them and stuff? And we find the answer, minor spoilers, um, <laughs> that Zordon tried to do the whole adult specialists who know what they're doing and make them into a team. And that didn't work. And so he decided, I'm going to find five people who work together as a team and build them into specialists and kind of approach it from the other angle. And it works a lot better in this regard. And that's why five teenagers with attitude. They also do kind of have a little bit of an attitude in the comic book, whereas mm-hmm. in the show, like, <laughs> yeah, they kind of, no, no, they did not. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like certain things like in the show, uh, the original red, yellow and black Rangers left, uh, in real life because of a pay dispute, right? Like mm-hmm. it was huge. Power Rangers took off in 1993 and hasn't really looked back since. And right. uh, they kind of wanted a little bit more money from that because they're teenage actors and not being paid that much. And uh, Haim Saban said, LOL, and <laughs> kicked them out of the uh, show and replaced them. And in the comic book, the same thing happens. They they leave, but it's because they've been asked to be Omega Rangers in space. And so they, uh, they go off okay. into space. They tell everyone that they're at this peace conference in Europe, which is what the same excuse was in the show. <laughs> uh, and they're not allowed to tell their friends that, hey, we're off having space adventures as the Omega Rangers. And that's actually when they split the two comic book series. I believe Mighty Morphin follows the original crew plus the, the replacements and the Green Ranger, now the White Ranger. And my and Power Rangers follows the Omega Rangers out in space, and they do cross over, and they're not allowed to tell each other that you know we are who we are. So there's some animosity between them and stuff. Like it's it's a great time. <laughs> how so? How exactly did you get into the comic specifically? Like I you know I'm sure when this will come up in a future future episodes. So again, time is fluid when podcasting. Uh, because like we talked about the. Uh, or, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about, or we talked about the Power Rangers board game, and like I know you're you're a big Power Rangers guy. So, did was it just like a natural thing? Did you just like walk so, into a comic book, or did you hear about it online? Like what what happened? So let me trace the lineage on this one. Um, oh boy. Power Rangers, <laughs> yeah, Power Rangers came out debuted um, when I was three, mm-hmm. and I don't recall watching it mostly because I was three. Uh, but I do know <laughs> that <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch it after a certain point because my brother and I, after watching Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, were turned around and suddenly we got to do those moves too. And who do we have <laughs> to do those moves on? Each other. Let's go. And so, you know, we, we would karate fight. Mm-hmm. And then my mom said uh, no. And so we weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anymore. And so like it just kind of fell out of mind for a long, long time. And then um, somewhere along the rain, along the lane of becoming an adult, kind of like rediscovered it. And like, it's still, it's, it's so dumb, mm-hmm. but it's fun. Yeah. And uh, you know, who doesn't want to dress up in colored spandex and kick the crap out of putty creatures? I do that for free. <laughs> yeah. You do, like, I'll pay you. Like <laughs> I will pay you to do that. Um, so I kind of got back on board with Power Rangers, and funny is that my brother got back on board with Team NT. So he's a big oh, he's wow. a big turtle guy. I'm a big Power Rangers okay. guy. So they did a crossover comic right. where the Power As Rangers we- met the met the Team NT. So I bought it, bought each of us a copy of it. Okay, they're doing it again, by the way. They're doing a second one. Uh, it, it doesn't Boom have a, as a side 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 question? Doesn't Boom have their own TMT TMNT? No, comic? that's IDW. Oh, okay. uh, they work together with IDW to do a crossover. Oh, okay. IDW I, has had the yeah. had the, has had the TMNT license for a while now. Oh, okay. 
badass. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I got kind of back into it, and I don't remember exactly why I was got back into the comic book. I think I saw it in the store once, like, oh, my God, they have a comic book? Oh, oh. <laughs> and so I, uh, I waited for the trade back to come out and got the first issue of it and, like, read it and read it and then read it again like wow this is actually really good oh man and then you know we get to like the 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 third or fifth uh trade back and lord draken shows up like this is the coolest villain i've ever seen well, this is what happens when the green ranger uses the white ranger powers at the same time but he's still evil ah like it's so cool and so like and then it just went from there now i have like an entire shelf Dedicated. in my room just for this comic book series that's cool that's cool uh, so I guess that, that kind of answers the question a little bit. Like, what what do you get out of it? So, you know, obviously part of it's nostalgia. Nostalgia and just enjoyment of just a good story. Yeah. And uh, in, like, the modern telling of it. Um, like, they have smartphones and stuff. Like, so it's the modern day right. instead of the 90s. Right. I, I, that's one thing I liked about it, too, is like they kind of updated it and made it, like, more contemporary to... Because some comic books are, you know, stuck in, still stuck in the seventies. I was so. thinking about that on the way over, um, and I was I realized what they had done with the Power Rangers here is what Spider Man did with the or when Spider Man basically showed up mm-hmm. on the scene, yeah. like he brought human drama to the comic books because before that, uh, comic books were just. You know, I'm a perfect superhero. Mm-hmm. I have a perfect home life. Everything's perfect. No drama. Right. None. Right. And, you know, that's fine. But, you know, an idealistic society and stuff. And then Spider-Man comes in and says, my home life sucks <laughs> and brought drama and being human to being a superhero. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, Power Rangers, the comic book brought into the Power Rangers series. Because, like, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like... They had social issues, but they were solved in that 22-minute time slot. Right, like they, right. They'd have an issue, fight Rita, fight Monster, use uh, whatever they learned that day to solve that social issue. Pretty cut and dry. And then in the comic book, they brought the Spider-Man like, my home life sucks. I can't tell any of my friends I'm a superhero. And it's causing a lot of problems because I have to bail all the time and can't tell my parents. Oh, uh, one of the Power Rangers got stabbed and now we can't tell their mom what happened. Uh, And like, yeah, so it brings like all that drama to it. And it's just a good read. Yeah, no. And and I'm sure, you know, People can relate, you know, to whatever. Issue I too can having. relate to uh, <laughs> punching a giant monster with my giant robot. <laughs> Not quite, but, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's that's really cool. It it's one of those things where, again, to what you alluded to, now it's kind of like you know, between the big two, DC and Marvel, you know, DC's trying to catch up to that game where, you know, aside from Batman, who is you know, edgy dark lord pretty much all the time or but the rest is like yeah we're superheroes and we fight for good and that's we're perfect like mm-hmm. you just said and the marvel since the spider-man thing has kind of had that unlock become grounded where you know you know there's a lot of relationship issues and then pretty much almost every team has some sort of you know interpersonal at, drama interpersonal yeah. drama yeah. or represents like reward issues like x-men and racism and so on and so forth mm-hmm. um so it's and so to see other other companies do that with, you know, uh, IPs where traditionally they're like, oh, we're just the best, and then it's like, oh, now we're going to make them a little bit more real and relatable. It's like that's that's a pretty cool, <laughs> pretty cool. And list. they they also I was just thinking like, well, the shows, you know, like they do delve into stuff later on mm-hmm. after we get out of the Mighty Morphin era. 
Um, cause like, I don't know if you know this, but Power Rangers has not stopped since yeah, 1993. I just haven't paid attention. It's, <laughs> it's, it's changed hands a couple times. Okay. It went from Saban to, uh, I believe Disney and okay. then back to Saban and now Hasbro. And like, they're developing their own like Netflix series. That's actually completely divorced from anything that's been happened oh, really? before. Wow. So like, we have no idea what they're going to do. It's not going to follow Super Sentai, which uh, if anyone listening to this doesn't know, Power Rangers is based on the Japanese show, Super Sentai specifically. Uh, that one has been going on since the 60s. Today I learned. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, okay. Uh, all right, really brief detour history lesson on how Power Rangers came to be. So this was actually going to be my drunk history thing if I ever got to it. So way back when, in the 80s, Haim Saban went to Japan for whatever business meeting, entertainment. He was in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was waiting in his hotel. And the only thing they had on was Super Sentai. And that is Super Sentai is a, like Toku Sentai heroes. Like this is the Japanese version of superheroes. Okay. And so he's watching this and he gets the idea like, oh, like we need to bring this over to the U.S. But like we can't just do the Kung Fu, like the lip flaps don't match Kung Fu thing. So what what we can do is that we'll record uh, our own actors uh, outside the suits and use the footage of the suits when they're fighting. And we'll save money that way because then we don't have to do the fighting and we can make our own stories and stuff. So like that, they, they, that's exactly what they did. They, they got the rights to Super Sentai in the US and they kind of like hack it up and make their own stories uh, from it and make Power Rangers. Uh, nowadays, uh, Super Sentai is made, you know, as it was, but it's still it's also made with Power Rangers in mind, uh, and they will record extra footage for the American stuff to use. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So that is that's how that came to be. I, did, I, I forget <laughs> why we got down that path. Uh, because you just brought up uh, Super Sentai. Yeah, you just brought, and then we went. Yeah, uh, because you were talking about um, kind of the brief history. Right, right, right. And uh, so they brought in other teams and stuff, other Super Sentai right. teams as Power Rangers and stuff like Ninja Storm or Wild Force or whatever, RPM, Turbo. <laughs> um, and they show up in the comic book. Wow. They, okay. they, they show up in the comic book, usually cameos. Sometimes like the team will show up, high five and help each other for an episode or so and then move on with their lives. There was a big event where they, they did the whole Avengers like crossover thing where like we put out the call and they answered and like they have like Avengers assemble and they have like all the the superheroes behind them all the other Power Rangers and stuff and it's like it's a kick ass moment like yeah. it's so good that's cool um they brought in uh so like another thing like if for people who don't know Critical Role is a D and D live play. <laughs> podcast youtube show now an actual show on amazon mm-hmm. uh where a bunch of voice actors get together and play D and they're really good at it because they're voice actors mm-hmm. go figure yeah. they did one of these for power rangers called hyper force oh boy and it's a sequel to power rangers time force which was a tv show they got a couple people who are just big into the nerd industry and they got a couple people who have been Power Rangers. Oh, that's cool. uh, they like the Red Ranger in Hyperforce played the Blue Ranger, I think, in Wild Force. The guy who played the Yellow Ranger is the original Bulk from Bulk <laughs> and Skull in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and uh, they made Hyperforce. And then the comic book put Hyperforce 
in it. <laughs> like the Hyperforce show up in yeah. the comic book, which makes them canon. That's awesome. And they're actually doing a one shot that follows them now that's coming out later this year. So is there a Power Rangers RPG? I know this is awesome. Yes. Okay. There are multiple. Yeah, okay. uh, at the the Hyperforce was made uh, using a like a custom this guy just made it up and it worked. Okay. And so since then, Hasbro has released a Power Rangers RPG using their Essence 20 system, which is like a hacked yeah. D&D system. Yeah. Uh, but like you have like two health sort of thing. Like, and if you lose your two health, you're knocked out of suit form. And you, so, and so like the idea is like, Oh yeah, you told me about yeah, it. You, yeah. You, the, like you don't get hit, right? Yeah. You, you deflect okay. it or whatever. And, and it's pretty cool. And they, they're using it on their other properties too which means there's a gi joe version there's a transformers <laughs> version there's a my little pony version <laughs> and you can cross over like they're they're compatible with each other very cool and they just released a source book on how to do that <laughs> uh so yes there is a power rangers rpg i would love to play it someday very cool. bonus points if you do stupid poses of course <laughs> the very super sentai toku heroes poses yeah i i did not know that power rangers got the uh, did the mxc that well i guess Power Rangers did it first, but the but the MXC thing where they take a Japanese show that that is and just yeah that yeah oh kind of they they kind of dubbed over it yeah. they also added their own yeah, footage yeah. and what's fun is that if you pay attention like you can tell mm-hmm. what footage is American footage and what footage is Japanese footage when they're in the suit and that's because sometimes the props didn't like survive uh. the 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 trip over the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of had to make do. So like the green Rangers dragon shield is like this thick foam material. Uh, if it's like the Japanese version, but if it's the American version and they kind of had to do what they had to do, and it's kind of like a flimsy, like Halloween USA yeah. <laughs> costume version of it. And it's like, you can tell, like right, right. if you know what you're looking for, you can see it. <laughs> that is cool. Uh, well, I guess, uh, so how do people get into it? I mean, obviously... This one is really easy. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to go to your local uh, comic book store. I guarantee you there's uh, there's one near you. You yeah. just got to look for it in, on Google Maps or something. <laughs> uh, like, I can list, I think, three or four within, like, a 10-mile radius of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you, you go to your local comic book shop, say, I want to read Power Rangers. They're going to give you a high five and point it, point it right out because it's a really good good yeah. read and they want you to read it. Absolutely, yeah. That seems really simple enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about in terms of Power Rangers, the comic book series? The For the comic book series, I can't say uh, that's that's probably it for now. Um, I do have a further shiny thing later mm-hmm. um, that we're not going to get to this week uh, where the writer, after he left Power Rangers, started his own series that's called Radiant Black. It's the and it's, He made it into like the massive verse, that's what they call okay. it. Mm-hmm. And he basically filled this void where... Invincible ended, and Invincible is now gaining much more popularity. It was already popular. It's much more popular mm-hmm. because of the TV show. That's very, very good. I recommend it. Absolutely. Um, and so that ended, and there's no other like Toku Sentai heroes mm-hmm. uh, or like Common Rider, and it's like that's he's also a Toku Sentai hero, but he's not on a team. He's a single person, right? That's kind of what Radiant Black is. So he's a Toku Sentai hero in the invincible vein where things kind of go wrong and people <laughs> explode. And it's a really, also a really good read. And I will talk about that at length some other time. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, I think that wraps up, wraps it up then. 
All right. Thank you for listening to me ramble about Power Rangers. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. See you. Hey there. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you have any comments or concerns, traumas, crises, uh, you got to um, actually us. Uh, you can reach us at theshinypod at gmail.com, or you can go to Shiny Things Podcast on Facebook, or you can go to the underscore shiny underscore pod on X or Twitter, depending on what you want to call it. Have a great day and try something new.